Hey guys, welcome back to the Waterfront Talks. And today I am joined yeah, with Christina, yeah. Jayla, and Tim. Hey. Alright. <laughs> and today we have a special guest on the front with us today. I'll let him introduce himself. Hello everybody. My name is uh, Garfield McIntyre Jr. And I am a third year economics major here at Hans uh, University. And um, I am so very honored to be here. Seriously, like I am, I cannot tell you how happy I was oh, when you guys asked me to be here. Oh, That's nice. Know, right? Nobody else felt that same way. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Not for real. They want to make their own podcast instead. But don't listen. Yeah. So today's episode yeah, is November going to be on voting. Actually, we're voting early this year, you guys. We're voting early. Yeah. Wait, so we actually still have to go to our de- designated space? Yeah, place? or you can mail it in. Yeah. Well, my, my, mom, yeah, you can mail it my in. mom said we have to go to the designated place, but it's like, isn't Corona yeah, still You can thing? do either one. I'm going to the designated place. The only reason why I'm going to the designated place is because it's just so convenient. Same. Like, it's right It's there. like, it's literally two minutes from my house. Right. Wait, is that the only thing we're voting for? Because I've never voted before, so. Um, okay, so. Yeah. Yeah, typically, like, you get ballots, and you might ag- have actually heard of, like, one or two offices, maybe, like, there's going to be a tons of things, like, there's probably going to be, like, a bunch of local judges, maybe even your mayor, like, county representatives, you might have, like, district attorneys, um, attorneys general, pretty much everything elected, like, state secretaries yeah. of state, um, all that. But the first question for tonight is, I guess, how do y'all feel about this upcoming election? It's crucial. It's important. Crucial important probably one of the biggest in history yeah because mm-hmm. man you can't do another and four why, years and why is that <laughs> we have like so many wrong people in office you guys. Yeah. not to mention any names have we ever really had like a great president or a good president uh i'd say we've had a few you know pretty yeah. good presidents. i think we've had a decent name, name one name not living <laughs> Number four. I mean, no, number fourteen. <laughs> well, no, I. Well, the fourteenth president was Franklin Pierce, but I would not say he was a great president at all. He was very much know. mediocre, <laughs> if that. Like, honestly, he was he was very much not very productive. But he was better than James Buchanan, who came right after him. I'll tell you that he's probably one of the worst presidents before Donald Trump. James Buchanan, number fifteen, was universally regarded as pretty much the worst president. Um. He pretty much watched the nation fall into, like, you know, the Civil War chaos from 1857 to 1861 and just said, oh, that's inconvenient. (laughs) That's crazy. Fun fact, he knows every president, so when you name a number, he just knows. That's It's so cool. And it's actually really fun. Y'all need to get like him. If you ain't like him, then, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Shoot, I don't like him, but yeah. You're not elite. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I didn't mean Taylor, it, but... Taylor's good at it. Watch this, Taylor, number 16. <laughs> 16, Lincoln. <laughs> Is Lincoln? Yes. Now she's questioning like... herself. I only knew Lincoln because he said 15, and then Teen said, just gave it off to nah, Lincoln. So I was like, oh, Lincoln. Yeah. Oh, Jayla said it. 16 on purpose. I was like, she has to know this one right here. I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> She said 444, yeah. I know who number two was. <laughs> who? Okay, how do Wait, you... Taylor, you said who? Number two. Okay. Okay, tell me about him. Uh, he, Not tell me he about was like him. A good, we talked about him in eighth grade, um, <laughs> eighth grade history. He was like good. There was a good side to him, but there was also a bad side to him. Isn't that He's on the... Though? 
the the one dollar bill? No, the twenty dollar bill, right? Say his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still waiting for the name. <laughs> his name John or something like that. Suck with a J. I mean, the second president was John Adams, but he's Told not you. on the twenty. No, he's not. Andrew Jackson was on the twenty. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wait, so what is what what is he on? Who John Adams? Yeah, wasn't he on like the second dollar bill? Register through the mail, like like request it through the mail to get the mail-in ballot mm-hmm. in Maryland. I read that you can go to vote.org, I believe, and it's like a straight pathway on how to um, sign up for your mail-in ballot or request it. And I heard you can do it in every state. Almost every state right now is allowing mail-in ballots, so there's no excuse. Yeah, y'all better be yeah. going out there and vote if you're able to. Because if you're not, I heard about you just as bad. I did the website. And because at first I was um, registered in Virginia, because you know how people be mm-hmm. passing out those things telling mm-hmm. you to vote. So I was just like, yeah. you know what? So they can sign. <laughs> I'm just gonna give them. I'm just gonna sign it, and then I did, and I was registered to vote there. So they sent something there instead of here. So I had to re-vote online. I never registered in Virginia. I stay registered here because I didn't want to change it. So if I was down in Virginia. I was going to get the um, absentee ballot. That's what I had to do when we were at school. I actually, uh, my freshman year, I'm not sure what day it was, but there was a special election. And, like, me and Bryce went to vote in that, which that was a pretty good experience because we registered to vote in Virginia just because it was very mm-hmm. convenient. You know, folks were willing to, like, do it for you on the spot. So I was like, well, I mean, if I don't have to go anywhere, I might as well. Looking back, I probably would have voted in Georgia considering I wasn't able to vote in Stacey Abrams' very contested election. But um, I would have voted in that if I could have. Um, when should we turn in our ballots? I think now. As early as, as possible. possible. Describe yes. politics in one Ooh. word. Go. Messy. A lot. Messy. <laughs> That's two words. Too much. That was complicated. Very. Very. Uh, I would just say partisan. That, that's that's true. I haven't heard that word since middle school. What does that mean, please? <laughs> <laughs> nah, partisan means, like, basically, it's just everything... And literally everything devolves into parties. Like, it could be the simplest, most common, most humane issue, and it's just parties. That is true. Parties are the worst thing in American history. Parties are the worst things that happen to politics. You know, George Washington, Uh, he pretty much preached against political parties. In his farewell address, Mm -hmm. he, he did not want political parties. He specifically said, no political parties. And they just disregarded Yeah, I don't know. Political parties make things much more complicated than it needs to be. And also, it like I don't know. I feel like it forces people into forces people into a box. It's not really about us anymore. It's about the people who are running. I wonder, do people like forget about their constituents? I think they're. Oh, they don't. They're not constituents. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of some of these people, like unless like the people like you know AOC who don't take money from any corporations, like you know. If they're not one of those type people, or like Bernie Sanders, for example, who doesn't take money from large donors, 
they're not they don't especially senators you know house maybe because they have every two years but senators who have six-year terms they're not concerned with what their constituents are saying they can honestly care less because if exxon mobile if chevron if walmart if they're not giving them their donations they're not going to be there so they don't they don't care what the constituents have to say they're like hey honestly i'm gonna be like hey if if this is going to get the walmart board of directors on my side to give me more money hey you know if i'm a politician it is in my best interest to do that but see it's because enough people don't vote so we allow that type of stuff mm-hmm. to get off yeah. and slide so i mean it, it's not really it, it's it's both it's both both parties are wrong we need to vote more so that stuff can't happen and they shouldn't be doing that in the first it's all place about money. what's so. that phrase uh money is the root of all evil that's the phrase yeah has there ever been like i was talking about this the other day has there ever been like a third like the third party has there ever been like a third party president or something like that uh, no, the closest was 1912, and that really shouldn't count because that was actually Theodore Roosevelt trying to come back after taking four years off. And he actually, uh, probably one of the biggest elections in American history because it was actually him splitting that that allowed Woodrow Wilson to beat William Howard Taft. And Woodrow Wilson is probably, like, one of the most, like, important presidents in American history. A lot of people don't know that. Um, even the policy to this day that we follow is called Wilsonian interventionism. He's the guy who started this idea of, you know what? The United States is a global military police force. Let, let's just get everywhere, you know? World War One. let's just send them overseas. And, you know, people are like, oh, you know, the Lusitania, that's all you got in World War One. Well, the Lusitania was sank in 1915. Congress declared war in 1917. That's not the cause. The cause was, well, one, you had the Zimmerman telegram, which is where, you know, they basically were like, hey, Mexico, this is Germany. They're like, hey, Mexico, look. Yeah. You know, <laughs> invade the U.S. Like, you gotta invade the U.S. Come on. You know, we'll give you back all that territory they took from you in, what, 1848? Um, and so, you know, they were like, whoa, you know, we can't really do that. By the way, the British intercepted it, sent it straight to Washington, D.C., and Wilson was like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta get this thing underway. Um, and also, the Germans were still doing unrestricted submarine warfare, but... Yeah, Wilson was just, like, a really, really, really bad president for the long-term history of the United States. He also was one of the people who influenced the decision that pretty much ruined the Middle East, called the Sykes-Picot Agreement, um, named after the two foreign ministers that actually made it. One was from France and one was from Great Britain. And they basically just carved up the Middle East, created what is now known as Syria, Iraq, countries like that, where they put a whole bunch of different ethnic groups, some of which hate each other to the death and fight each other in radical, like, religious bouts under one flag. And um, you can see how that's turned out for the Middle East. So, you know, it's. it's I well. didn't know any of that, but that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is the yeah. most educational podcast ever. For real. <laughs> that's what we've been learning in class. But come out of here, oh, a whole historian. What you mean? Finding out our teachers taught us wrong. Not right. for real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I wrote this five. I said this five. I wrote this fun fact just to like see what you guys thought about it, but it said there are going to be 15 million new voters turning 18 this year. Wow. That's great. You got to get them registered. Yeah. yeah. And hope they in their right mind. You need to get on it. <laughs> I'm sure. No, but they say like Generation Z is like, it's going to, they're the generation that's going to push yeah. some things to happen. I agree sure. with that. Probably one of the most liberal generations, you know, if not the most. Yeah. The next question was, why will getting to the polls be harder this year? Corona. Because um, not only yes. Corona, but also they're shutting down. Are they shutting down poll places in like minority, but in minority centered areas? 
I never heard that, but I would not be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't be surprised. I know we're not supposed to be surprised, but um, you can really tell, like during a um. Oh my goodness, bro! Oh yeah. Black vote. I forgot what he just. What he did the, the other day. Community, but I think he just. Yeah, I think I saw it the other day, but I was just like, wow, he never really. If if he did care this much, he never really emphasized it like this, like just spitting money. And now I see all these ads mm-hmm. about politicians making HBCUs debt free. Of course, you have to fall under a certain type of income, but it's just like when crazy. When it comes to vote. matter, and look, we only matter. When you it's wonder beneficial. why, like people <clears throat> used to try and like hold back our vote because like our vote carries weight, like mm-hmm. um Trump. Yeah trying to get that black vote literally on his twitter so was yeah. biden but then you can't also like underestimate like not how i say underestimate you can't also say that you think you have the black vote because without actually trying to work for it yeah. because i think that's what happened with yeah. hillary last Definitely. year and i think you're like completely right about like hillary clinton like her problem was, I guess she just assumed black folks were just finna vote for her. I, I know. mean, just because, like, like yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Like, that, yeah, no. People was talking about her at the BET Awards that year, and I was like, oh, yeah, she gonna win. And then she just lost. I was like, dang. Because she already thought she had it yeah, in the bag. You never go into anything assuming you have it all. Why don't you feel like. Vote? Because we don't know a lot about politics. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like people are just average educated. Don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like besides yeah. the president, I don't know who else to vote for. And my sheriff. That's it. I'd be asking my parents, I'm like, who are you voting for? And then I'm like, okay, so what's the difference between these two candidates? And then I, that's when I pick. Exactly. And see, like those are the people that really like make the decision. It'd be the small people on the ballots that make the decision that actually affect you in your real lives. Yeah. Like. You know, like the county chief executive officer, you know, like the county commissioner, city councilor. It's like they're the people who decide, A, how much sales tax there is, what roads get fixed. I mean, like what new businesses are allowed to open up in town. So it's like it's it's pretty it's pretty important. But folks are just like, oh, you know, I don't really know. So we get a lot of what's called straight ticket voting. And I mean, this is not necessarily a bad thing. Like in this election, for example, I encourage straight ticket voting. That's where, like, for instance, person A will say, you know, I don't know much about politics, but hey, you know, I support the Democrats and but just vote straight Democrat. But that's not a bad thing. And that's called straight ticket voting, as opposed to like you get some people who I guess they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just I have to be completely impartial, which I get. But in an election like this, no, I personally I'm straight ticket voting because (laughs) there are just too many issues on the line to allow more conservative people in more conservative places. We're already about to get a Supreme Court that's essentially, I mean, it's like five to four at this point. And I mean, five to four is in like, there's not even, there's literally four completely conservative justices, two questionable, and then another three that are just, again, completely conservative. That's theoretically if, you know, she gets, um, I forget her full name, Amy something, Colbert Mm -hmm. or something like that, gets actually confirmed. And I say if as in like when. Because, you know, you can actually not filibuster in the Senate Supreme Court nominees, so it's not even like the Democrats can do anything in this situation to try to drag it out. Which is a shame. Filibusters were one of the worst things that happened in American politics. I remember learning about that. And what was it, AP Go? Something like that. I know a lot of people say um, <clears throat> they don't think their vote matters, especially because, you know, mm-hmm. we're not really a direct 
democracy. Like they don't count every single college. vote. It's more of like the electoral. That electoral college. college. Mm, okay, yeah. I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah. Because exactly. if that was the case, Trump wouldn't be our president. Yeah, that's true. Also, George W. Bush wouldn't have been the president in 2000 or 2004. So, well, actually, yeah, he would have been 2004, but not 2000. So. Wait, I know this is kind of random, maybe a little bit, but isn't which George was the one who was in that J. Cole song for saying that? That was George W. Bush. Like, that was the 2000 one, like okay. the recent one. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Do you think if we did like if we had direct democracy, they would for sure. More attention to the vote? I mean, yeah, they would, they would have no to. choice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, fun fact. <laughs> um, and this is kind of an opinionated thing as well. So, I want to see everybody stands on this one. So, on March fourth, eighteen forty-nine, there was no U.S. president at all. I mean, literally mm-hmm. no one. And you're probably like, okay, how does that happen? So, Zachary Taylor was pretty much like, you know, I'm a Christian. I'm not taking my oath of office on Sunday. March 4th, 1849 was a Sunday. So his vice president, Miller Fillmore, was like, well, you know, Zachary Taylor, he's not doing that. I can't, you know, I'm a, you know, I, I follow him. So he was like, I'm not doing it either. So, you know, typically what's supposed to happen is the president pro tempore then becomes the Senate. Or so it was back then. Nowadays, that would be the Speaker of the House. But, you know, the, the president pro tempore at the time was a guy named David Rice Atchison. But there are three problems with this. Because a lot of historians will say, you know, David Rice Atchison was president, you know, for for one day. And that's like, no. Here's why. One, he didn't take the oath of office. If Zachary Taylor wasn't president because he didn't take the oath of office, how's he president? He didn't take it. Two, really, on paper, David Rice Atchison was not the president pro tempore of the Senate on March 4th, 1849. He was for the previous Senate up until March 3rd, 1849, and then was reappointed president pro tempore on March 5th, but was not on March 4th. Mm -hmm. So there was just no U.S. president. Nobody. Wow. No That's crazy. If I was Mexico... The next day they been, had a president? <laughs> if I was Mexico, I'd have been like, hey, you know, we're taking back Texas. Might as well. <laughs> There's nobody in charge. Wait, have y'all, seen, have y'all seen this one show called Designated Survivor? It sounds oh familiar. Oh, my God. I used to love that show. <laughs> it's that where, it's where everybody, everybody dies except for this one person. I forgot what he was. Yeah. But... But um, and he got fired that same day that you know everybody died in this Capitol or the White House. Where were they at? Uh, it was at the uh, speak the State of the Union. So yeah. it was every congressman, every senator, the president, every cabinet member, everybody. Bro, so I don't know, I don't know if this is weird, <laughs> but like, I mean, I'm actually considering getting a plane, and I know what you're thinking. I'm talking about like a small oh. plane though. Like you know how like. You get like a plane and it's like four seats yeah, yeah. and you know like mm-hmm. I would personally be flying mm-hmm. the plane. So like, you know, I have some flight hours, but I I don't have my full pilot's license yet. But like, it wouldn't be too too hard. And I know Sean, yeah. like you guys know so Sean. You, so you fly? You fly? Major. 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 Oh yeah. That's cool. Yeah, you can go on. You can probably go like you literally yourselves could go to your local like airport and be like, "Hey, where's the flight academy?" and pay like one fifty and go on like an intro flight, and they'll like give you the controls for like a few minutes. Like you can, you're definitely. You know like, what flying. I want to do though? I want to go skydiving. I would be so scared. This is so. That's cool too. But I want to go too. And like I could like for instance like let's say I have my pilot's license, I could rent like a Cessna 172 for like a hundred and twenty dollars an hour. Which, I mean, if you're just training for, like, flight stuff, your, your lesson might be 90 minutes, so that's not bad. Okay, so next question is, why does our vote change. matter? You trying to make change. Yes. 
We're gonna make a world a better place. So let's make it go and then make that change. I mean, like you just said, they they're shutting down some some voting yeah. places. They're literally only cared about when it comes to voting, yeah, and they're true. scared that if we all voted, we'll make a big change. So they try and hinder our vote, just like they did in the past. Okay, so I have some things. <clears throat> so there are a lot of other countries that have better democracies, and I'd like to get you guys' opinion on whether you think some of these are A, feasible, or B, would be beneficial, because some of these things mm -hmm. are good, but I don't know how good they'd be in the U.S. Yeah. So, one, um, Belgium, for example, has not had a prime minister for over two years, and here's how that works, right? There's a body of, I believe, it's seven people, and they're, like, commissioners, and they all have, like, equal power, and one of them is elected to be, like, the... The, the chairman of that and they're technically like the highest ranking person but everything is done by like a vote now if there's extreme situation like if belgium is invaded i think that person might have a bit more freedom of action if you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. but like mm -hmm. in general pretty much everything is like you know very much equal power and like they pretty much don't have a lot of political problems the belgian people are perfectly fine without having anybody you know like specifically in charge because their day-to-day -day lives are great no, in that's the not, US, I, I personally don't think that, that can fly. <laughs> like, I think in, we have to have, like, somebody in charge. Like, there's... Yeah. <laughs> you can't have, like, that many. Because that'll be get partisan real quick. And that is not what we yeah, need. Yeah, no. Plus, in America, we got a lot of liberties. So, you know. Like, if Mitch McConnell was the president yeah. and had, like, autonomy, oh, no. Okay, no. wait. Can you edit this out? Is Mitch McConnell the man who looks like a turtle? <laughs> Yes. Okay. That okay. what? Okay. <laughs> Looks like a turtle. Looks like a turtle. That what? No, we gotta keep that thing. We gotta keep that thing in there. Well, I'm gonna look him up. Bro. I ain't never seen him before. I mean, you just describe what he looked like. Maybe somebody Mitch didn't know he looked like. You just said he looked like a turtle. Like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I'll give a picture. Let me tell you guys about Mitch McConnell. Actually, no, no, I'm sorry. All right, we're, we're done. We're gonna move. If we didn't have as many. Like, if we weren't so liberal, oh, for sure. We able to get over this corona epidemic. Like, last people. Year. No, for real. Because like, people. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, my goodness. People think wearing a mask is going to kill us. Because like, they made it political. I know. They make everything political. They like, did. everything is political. It shouldn't be, but it is. But why? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Trump supporters. They did not wear a mask because Trump did, didn't wear a mask. And when he finally wore a mask, it's too late now. Yeah, and then they still not wearing a mask just because he's wearing For real. Do you think they really support Trump? Or do they support Trump? I think it's the ideology. The like, if Trump were to come Same. out today, if he were to come out today, though, and be like, oh, yeah, Black Lives Matter, and actually mean it, would no. they all change? I, I feel I don't like think, you know they wouldn't I don't think, think, like, he, he could do that. Yeah, he literally... Like, Couldn't. nobody would take that yeah. seriously. They'd be like, oh, no, yeah, he, that is he true. wants votes. Yeah. Especially this year, they'd be like, oh, yeah, he wants votes. He's, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't want to get too much into that. But he did, like, 
He did praise the cops who yeah. shot that. I know um, yeah. Oh my gosh, I have a nice question. Passion. You guys are not, did you guys see the, um, Breonna Taylor? Yes, that, political? angered yes. me, like, oh my gosh, The yes. camera? I couldn't watch the whole thing. Yes, they have, they found 40, they found mm -hmm. like 40 yeah. webcams. You were right. After the verdict, and now it's too late, double jeopardy, you can't do that. So, my question is, like, <laughs> is it not unlawful for them to have hit them, or like, how, did they just find them out of thin air? Came out like a like probably a month ago, saying that somebody did have a, a body cam on them. Wait, guys, I have a question. Can somebody? Okay, because I feel like I'm confusing myself by overthinking because it's a lot going on. But can somebody explain double, je double jeopardy? I can explain that because too. I, cause Ex I post like, facto. I got I you with like, that. Um, what's it called? They should be able to be charged again if they weren't. Like if their cases weren't dismissed. No. Or okay. So no. double. So double jeopardy is basically if you've already been charged and like received a punishment for like a crime, you can't be uh, charged again for that same exact crime. So like you. So if you robbed a bank yesterday and you got charged and you did you did your time, you can't get punished again for that same bank robbery. I said what? Okay. The police officers who were involved, they got. Did they? They never got charged. Yeah, no. One of one them did, but for one did. shooting yeah. the neighborhood. Indicted, but it, yeah, it was it wasn't for it was like reckless endangerment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that what they were? I don't believe that's what they were like. What the grand jury was indicting yeah. them for? Because there were no indictments except for like the endangerment guy, right? Yeah. So technically, they probably could, but th then, well, first of all, that would require the district attorney to determine that it is in fact a murder trial. I don't, I don't know if they're going to do that. I mean, that's, I don't know if he's going to do that because he's obviously in with the cops. Like, he's, he's, he's one of them, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. So. Did you guys hear also about um, the activist Tadika Mallory? No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With um, how she talked about A.G. Daniel Cameron, I think. Mm -hmm. A.G. Attorney General Daniel Cameron. Well, basically, she um she said that he was no different than the. That's a Negro. She said he was no different from the Southern Negroes that um helped ship Black Americans, well not Black Americans, Black slaves over to America, because you know how um he didn't really fight for Breonna Taylor's murder, I guess, or like he it felt like he was really. It didn't feel like he was doing anything. Like he just didn't really care to bring justice for her. So she called mm -hmm. him a sellout. Like he wasn't a part of the black community. No, I didn't see that. You didn't see mm -hmm. the name. Interesting. Is that when she was sitting down oh, and she was very, just talking? Very... Okay. No, no. no. She's yeah, standing okay. up and she's um she's kind of not yelling, but she you can feel it. She's mad. And she basically she just owned him. Is that that um? Is that that black guy, like, who... Did he post a picture of him on Instagram? And the best way I can describe him is, like, he looks like... You remember that... Do you guys recall that episode of Spongebob where, like, he was real smooth and stuff and all, like, hi, I'm Spongebob. You remember that? You remember he was like, hi, how are you? Yeah. Yeah. He looks like that. <laughs> like, that's, that's just what when comes to mind. he was, like, mind. shiny? He was yeah. Like... Yeah, he, he okay. is shiny. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm glad the police in my county don't play that. First of all, let me say this. 
about 80% of them are black. That's the first A+. And then B, they just don't mess with people. Like, they'll leave you alone. I mean, I'm not passionate. I'm not sure if you ever see DCAD PD where you be at, but, like, I don't have no problems with DCAD PD ever. Now, Atlanta PD, they're insane. I don't I don't mess with that. But DCAD, oh, yeah, we're cool. I don't really see the Cal police officers. I do see Gwinnett. When I go to Gwinnett, it'd be in the oh, yeah. corner. I don't really see the Cal County police officers. Unless maybe I go to like yeah, they be chilling. Park. And that's like the most, Stoneman Park is already the most like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, extremely. Like, bro, I remember, <laughs> I was in, me and my friend, his name is Diamond. He actually went to TSU. We were at, um, Six Flags one time. Not uh, why did I say Six Flags? Stone Mountain Park. Literally, what we're talking about. And this white guy, he was like, "Hey, boy." And I was oh. like, "Hold on, Diamond." Oh. <laughs> like, bro, oh. we're both not laughing. I was like, "Diamond, bro." <laughs> there's just no way he's talking to either one of us. Like, <laughs> this is not happening. <laughs> hey, yo. He was like, "Bro, there's just no." Bro, he thought we was gonna respond to that, bro. That's that's funny. We did not move, bro. He was trying to get past us, bro. Oh well, he had to wait. Remember, I was asked on my part. You just made me remember this because I was like, I've never had like a bad racist experience, but I have. I was asked on my part. It was after the latest show. Me and my mom are walking from the bathroom, and these like white boys are over behind us, walking behind us, and they're like, "Do you like watermelon? Do you like Uh fried chicken? Probably like fried chicken, right?" And me and my mom are just we're just walking and my mom's not having she's not making any reaction she i I, i'm just like maybe she doesn't hear them like but we're just like well if you want some racist experiences hop on over here to south carolina because we got them for you oh yeah no definitely when i go to south carolina they're not even loud and proud i remember um i went on like a road trip thing and like early freshman year sophomore year something like that i don't know but i went to tennessee and on the way there there was a huge confederate flag on top of this mountain in virginia there was this band showcase i went to in virginia one time why i was there long story um and there was a school that was robert e lee high school and their band was the marching generals i was like this is a joke <laughs> I've heard of that school. Robert E. Lee is like one of the most like over-glorified generals. Everybody's like, oh yeah, you know, he only lost because Ulysses S. Grant had superior numbers and he would just throw his man. No. No, 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 no. That's propaganda. No. Nah, but. Never mind. I was going to say reference from Hamilton about Robert E. Lee, but. You can still make no, the nobody would get it, so it's okay. I mean, I'm, I'd am i probably get it. No, it's, it's, it's literally just a line. It. <laughs> it's just a line. I watched it. Okay, when he was like, I'm a general. Wee! <laughs> 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 Bro, I love that. I love that thing. I've seen it so many times. I listen to, I listen to the soundtrack all the time. <sighs> but yeah, now nah, boat. Don't sit around and not vote. Well, um, there actually is yeah, one more thing I wanted to try to bring up real quick. Speak your truth. How do you guys feel about vaccine skepticism? Because I there's a very clear answer on this, and there is a right and a wrong answer. And I just I want to know what you guys feel, how you guys feel about this one. 
the vaccine. Like people do need vaccines. Okay, I think vaccines are necessary, but I don't. I don't. Okay, me personally, I don't know if I would trust this first round of vaccines. Can I ask My why? Thing is like, it's like why? people put so much fear. Okay, me personally, I will get it just because um, it's a vaccine. Like, you want to stay safe. But I don't know. Like, there's so many times where, like, they'll, like, test it on, like, people of color or black people first. And, like, from what I've seen, like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like... I just feel like a full working efficient vaccine cannot have been created in that quick of a time like i don't know it's just something about it feels off to me but i will still get it my thing is i feel like i would trust the vaccine if there wasn't so yeah. much like news going around like i don't ever know which news source to ever trust because there's like so much fake, fake news, news and so much like conspiracy theories and i don't know how to tell the conspiracy theories from what's really real like there's feels like there's no neutral source anymore so it's like, should I be worried or should you trust the scientists? But yeah, I feel like, the same oh, way. You know, everybody is corrupt. So Uh-oh. Okay, I good. just don't know who to go to. It's like with school. Like people keep telling me we're going to January and other people keep telling me we're going back and to March. I just need Harvey to send this letter so I can know <laughs> when I need to stop paying my storage. To vaccines, I do not trust the flu vaccine at all. For real? I get it all the time. Oh, granted, no, I never got see, no food, I, but... I don't get it all the time. Oh, I do. And I've never had it. Like, there's been a point in time where everybody in my house had the flu at the same time, and I was the only one who did it. And I don't know, I was probably getting vaccines back then because of my mom or something like that. You know, had no choice. But lately, I haven't been getting it, and I haven't been getting sick. And I don't know, it's just a fear that if I do get it, that will be the time that I finally get sick. And I just can't trust it. And I just, I just can't. To be honest, I don't care if I get the flu. Bro, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, I want to hear Garfield's point of view because like, he asked us and now he looks he looks a little uh, in distress. Well, in terms of the flu shot specifically, I mean, there's no... That's a proven, I mean, you, we, the flu shot changes slightly every year, obviously, because there's a new strain of the flu every year, but that's not really like, I mean, the flu shot is one of those things that's had proven results. Like, you know, I, I hear an- anecdotes all the times, and it just so happens that you always happen to run into that one or two out of the 10 or 15,000 people that statistically get sick from a flu shot. And I mean, actually from a flu shot, not they got sniffles because that's what tends to happen, but they actually got sick. And like, it, it, people are like, oh, this is the reason why there's so much like problems with the way people think about vaccines is because for some reason people think vaccines are this. A, they inject you with the vaccine, which is a part, of, which is basically a small amount of the d- disease, and B, you learn how to fight it. No, nine times out of ten, vaccines inve- inject you with antibodies directly. That's one. And then two, if not the amount that would be traced, like for example, for coronavirus, they would not allow a vaccine that actually injected somebody with even a trace amount of coronavirus because of the toxicity of the you know virus itself. And I'm not exactly a medical expert. I'm just ba- talking about like the basics of vaccines. The very first step in any testing is ensuring that it does no harm. That is step one. And they won't even begin to say, does it actually help stuff until they determine with 100% certainty that it does not hurt people. 
Mm-hmm. So, so there is never any problem with getting a vaccine in terms of like risk, the way people see it. Now, the only risk is maybe I'll take the vaccine and still get coronavirus later on because it won't work if it's rushed. But the risk shouldn't be this will hurt me or this will give me coronavirus because that's like the number one thing that they will spend weeks, if not months. That's the longest part of, of, of the trials, making sure that it doesn't hurt you. So, so I would recommend like just in general, it's always, you know, if people are worried about will it work, that's fair and that's can that's that's understandable. But like, you know, it, it's the same medicine that, you know, our, our everyday doctor's vid is it based upon or you know, any other type of field of science that we're we're basing vaccines on. Like when people question vaccines, it's it's really shocking to me. That's similar to Republicans questioning climate change. Um and then you know you have like moon landing conspiracies. I know that's not really science. That's a completely other domain. I don't even that's just not even feasible. But you know, I just vaccine skepticism is like it if it is to exist, it doesn't exist in the right sense. The discussion shouldn't be will this hurt me? It should be will it work? And then that discussion nine times out of ten shouldn't be there either because most of the time it does work. Like the flu vaccine. And that's the reason why we don't have smallpox in the world pretty much at all anymore. Because pretty much the entire world was like, yeah, we're going to get everybody and their mom literally vaccinated for smallpox. So we don't we don't really have that anymore. And that's probably, smallpox has probably killed the most of people in human history, if not heart disease or honestly not even bubonic plague because... That only comes up in periods of, you know, sometimes four to six or to small amounts of years. But like, obviously, the worst there was thirteen forty nine through, excuse me, thirteen forty eight through fifteen, thirteen forty eight through thirteen fifty two. In in uh, I don't remember these days. That's crazy. I they just they just they're just there. <laughs> Do you remember everything like this? Like, is it like just your memory that good? For the most part, yeah. I wish. So if I ask you who was the president in 1792, could you give me a clue? Who is it? Well, George Washington was the president in 1792, and he was actually re-elected president in that year. And then sworn in again as president (laughs) for a second term in 1793. I'm so dumb. I was going to go back a little further, but I wasn't 100% positive we had presidents. (laughs) I'm I'm glad you didn't because you only had a four-year margin. Anything before 1788, and I'd have been like, um, I got some news for you. I mean, you got some news for you. I didn't really have one. There was technically like a president under the Articles of Confederation, but they didn't have any real power because, you know, us Americans were very afraid about, um, you know, like centralized power and stuff. And there's a great little rhyme about it. I think it, it's, it goes like um, the, the United States and the UK a very special relationship. It used They used to be united, but then they were divided until tension circumcided. Ooh. Oh, okay, here we go. The colonies felt Ooh. derided, and then they Ooh. decided that they would rather be divided. Then, after conflicts oh. subsided to the states united, oh. independence was provided. Oh. <laughs> Christina was making them look like somebody was making a beat <laughs> Right. Uh, <laughs> we love the rhyme. <laughs> that all we got? Well, that's all, folks. 
It was very informational. I feel like I learned something today. So thanks, Garfield. Same. Right. I learned more today than I did in class. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, and me. And it wasn't, and I didn't go to sleep. It was yeah, sleep nah. Right. That was interesting. Shout out today is S to the H to the O U T. O U T. Who could it be? Shout out this week is Garfield. Thank you, Garfield, so much for joining us. If you want to tell them where they can follow you on Instagram, they can follow me on Instagram at Prez McIntyre, and they can follow my business page at GM Logistics Co. Like, comment, subscribe. Um, make sure you leave all your suggestions and tell us what we can do better to make this experience more more, more smooth like the water. Girl, what? <laughs> if you would like a shout out, all you have to do to and get a tag shout us. out repost us and tag us on your story. Yes. Show you us. know what to do. Just Constant engagement. Yes, sir. And if you would like to be featured on the waterfront, just DM us or text Christina. Anyway. Um, <laughs> bye, guys, and bye. 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 Uh,